when we start and it's not actually hello. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> yeah. So today we're both here. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and um, we have a cool idea. We're trying to decide what we want to talk about. And um, as we're thinking of those things, I got distracted and was thinking about something that had happened earlier today. And he could tell. Addison could see it on my face, which is kind of cool. And he asked me what I was thinking. And I told him, and we started to talk about it, started to figure out, and he's like, hey, why don't we just do this on podcast? Like, could we? It's really respectful. Because we didn't actually resolve it. She just told me about what the issue was and what she was thinking about. Yeah. So the, what happened was we were sitting in church, and um, we are holding hands. And, um, and the way Addison was sitting and the way I was sitting, it was like twerking my back funny. And I was trying to figure out what to do. What to do? Because I felt uncomfortable. Not like we were doing something bad, kind of uncomfortable, just like painful. And um, and I was like, huh, what, what do you do in those kind of circumstances? Do I just change the way I'm sitting and hold his hand different? Or do I tell him that this is uncomfortable and we move together? Or, or, or do I just sit in the uncomfortable position because sometimes we have to feel uncomfortable. We're going to have to feel uncomfortable together. Yeah. And it's really, really an interesting question because, and it's over something not necessarily important, so it's fun to talk about it. But, it's but still the thing is, it. is that yeah. the, that could be with anything. Yeah. So it may seem, it's seemingly unimportant, but it actually is really important to figure out because it's part of our communication. Right. It's like the face of something a lot deeper. Yeah. So how we hold hands isn't going to determine the kind of relationship we have and holding hands can manifest other things that are in a relationship and um you should share your experience before of why you even thought like that oh yeah the coat one yeah yeah so jody addison's mom talk tells a story in one of her classes that's really cool and she talks about um this couple that came in to talk to her because she's a a therapist she talks about this couple that came in to talk to her and how um, the husband and wife were talking and the way they were sitting the husband's coat kept hitting the little wife in the face and she would like push it out of the way and she'd do all these things and then it comes to a point where instead of telling her husband she just says oh honey isn't it hot in here don't you want to take off your coat and they're like, oh, yeah, sure. but Or he might not have because it was so cold, but he would just go on hitting her in the face, which is something he wouldn't want to do. Yeah. And I didn't. I don't want to be controlling to try and say, do this or change that. And I don't want to be the only one that says, hey, I'm uncomfortable, so now you need to be uncomfortable, so I'm not. Yeah. Why do you think that that's controlling? What the wife did? Yeah, and not saying anything. Um... I don't know. This is still a newer concept for me. Um, but the idea that I can control how he feels. Babe, I don't know. I don't know if we want to talk about this on here. Because to me, it's still confusing of what I do does affect other people. I need to be thinking about what I say and what I do. And I can't control other people. It's still confusing sometimes to know how suggesting something is controlling except for maybe that 
She didn't really care whether or not he was hot. She cared more about the fact that his coat was hitting her in the face. So she wasn't honest when she said what she said. Maybe what is control? I don't know. I don't think I have words for that one yet. So maybe no. You can say it a lot clearer. No, you can't. I'm mm. just trying to resolve this with you. Because mm. mm. I think um, I have an opinion, and you have an opinion. It's not that one's better than the other. Maybe one, uh, maybe both of us can help each other out um, with our with our opinions. When I think of control, I think of one person is trying to uh, make someone else or something else uh, like do something that they want. Mm. So it's by force. And that always, it, it isn't always physical force, so like, I think that the one was um, acting controlling because she wasn't like she was trying to she was trying to control him putting no 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 I know what it was she was trying to control his feelings she didn't want to make him feel bad so she was trying to con control and make sure that he was happy trying to control and make him feel happy or make him feel uh, like he was a good husband um, because if she said hey you're coaching me in the face then he could feel like oh man she must not like me and feel sad so she was trying to control his feelings mm. so my question to you was were you trying to control how I was feeling because maybe if she quote unquote made him feel bad, which she can't make him feel bad, he chooses it. But if that's going on in my mind, if if um like your coat is hitting me and then I tell you, hey, your coat's hitting me and you're like, oh man, I know I'm such a failure. Then I might feel horrible about myself and be like, oh man, why did I say that? I just ruined his day. I, I always ruin people's days. Mm. I always hurt other people. Man, there's just more evidence of it. So now I want to go around controlling how other people feel because then I I um, think that I'm a bad person when other people feel bad around me. So now I'm going to go around trying to fix everything because it's really selfish on my part. Because I'm just caring about myself. I'm, I don't really care about how they feel. I really care about how I feel. Hmm. Is what I think. Okay. So, and this is really good to try to figure out. And it, and it is sometimes confusing still for me to try to figure it out. Like at the beginning, I'm like, what? how was that controlling? Oh, yeah. Now it makes sense to me. Right. So something that I could have done... And that I've seen girls do is just let go of your hand. Just sit up. Yeah. And what kind of message would that have communicated to you? So there I thought of how that might affect you. And and I could just let go and sit up. And then if you wanted to hold my hand, then you could change how you sat to hold my hand. 
And, and I still wanted to hold your hand. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Because I, I did care how you felt and that you knew that I did want to hold your hand. And that isn't why I held your hand. Yeah. I held your hand because I wanted to hold your hand. Yeah. So I don't know how that And goes. maybe... Maybe you can't get too veteran at this. I'm like, what if you're like 20 years in, then you'll finally be able to have communication where you <laughs> sit up and I know it's not because you don't want to hold my hand or you're upset. You're just being affected in some other way. But I think that it's always important to have communication. Maybe this is what this podcast is is on, this episode, is on communication Um and not, and we've talked about this before, not take things personally. Okay. So if you, uh, if you just sit up, I won't automatically assume that it's because you don't want to hold my hand. I can think maybe it's because of that, or maybe it's because she's uncomfortable. Maybe, and if it's, uh, and if it's an issue, I think talk is worth talking about. Then I might ask you. Yeah. Or I think that it's not about what we do, but why we're doing it. What are you gonna say? Yeah, because I just I just imagine the situation, right? And imagine myself sitting up and like, oh man. And then you look at me like, oh, are you okay? What? What's wrong? Does yeah. that make sense to you? And I just be like, oh my back, my back just hurt in the way I was sitting. Yeah. And you would know, and yeah. it would be over, and it'd be good. So that that idea of asking is huge because then that also gave you the opportunity to change how you were sitting if you wanted. Or to keep sitting like you are, and we can take a break and not hold hands for a second. So my back feels better, your back feels better in the different ways that we're sitting. Yeah. But it's still communicated that we care about each other. And I think this is how a lot of relationships can be hurt, is that there isn't that communication um, of, like, probably a lot of it is just miscommunication where one person just thinks, oh, she didn't hold my hand. She never holds my hand while we're sitting down, therefore she doesn't like me. Maybe when she really she want to hold my hand. When really she's just uncomfortable or like physically uncomfortable or something like that. And it's just a different message that I'm telling myself. So a lot of this responsibility is on my behalf or on the person who who's on the other end mm. to to not make up stories. It's not just you. Right. And and Part of that would be relying on the fact that if I did have an issue with you, if for some reason I didn't want to hold your hand because I was mad at you or something, which I kind of like holding your hand even when I'm mad at you, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then I would need to tell you because yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it would be, be on helpful. a mutual trust that if the one f- that, that we tell each other when we have a question or when we're... You know, maybe it's just to tell each other. Because I see some couples that stop telling each other that they love each other, too. Stop talking about how much they admire the other person. And the communication stops altogether. Yeah. Not just when they are insecure or not worried. Because I was talking to a close friend the other day, and and um, she wasn't sure if, like, like she, every time that they had a disagreement and they worked it out, she loved him more. I was so amazed, so much more grateful for him. And she wasn't sure that he thought the same. Yeah. And so, man, it just made me really grateful for those times when you do tell me how 
what you admire about me, the things that you think are incredible, because one, I want to be that more, and two, I believe that I have those things. Yeah. And then three, man, it helps in all the other times with all the other things too. Yeah. And it keeps that that communication open when you feel uncomfortable or when you feel angry or when we feel happy. Just constantly telling each other, that's something I want. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jessica does such a good job at positive reinforcement. I used to, um, like, almost wholly focus on... Mm-hmm. on um, Improvement? Improvement, but it wasn't necessarily negative feedback. It was just, um, yeah, it was improvement. It was, here's here's how I can do better. It wasn't saying, I suck at this. It was just saying, I can do this better and this better and this better and this better. And Jessica's like, man, you're doing this so well and this and this and this so well. And there were things I could improve on, but she wasn't focusing on how I could improve. She was focusing on where I was already, which um, allowed me to think, gave me the opportunity to think, man, I want to improve that even more. So she compliments me again. And not just so she compliments me, rather uh, so that I can be even better at those areas. Right, we believe that we are good at them, so we do them more. Yeah, yeah, rather than just saying, oh, I I need to improve my jump shot and my layup and my my dribbling and all this for basketball. Already acknowledging where I am. Oh, man, I'm shooting 20% from the field or shooting 20% uh shooting 80% free throws mm. man i can improve a ton on this i can get to 85 saying yeah i'm, I'm doing super well and i want to be better it's both yeah i like that i feel like addison has taught me that a lot i feel like um in dancing i was really good at, at validating people and telling them that they were doing good and what they were good at and sometimes i wouldn't show them where they needed to improve like yeah that. Yeah, like it was, it was the opposite. How to take their choice from 80 to 100, it would just be like, oh, your 80 is so good. Where in reality, they needed to reach 85. They they needed yeah. to do that in order to keep dancing yeah. well. And so it was like too much. I was like, please tell me how I can improve. <laughs> no, you're doing amazing in everything. I'm like, no, I swear I'm not. I can improve in something. Right. Or that, or if I do Because I that, didn't know. I wasn't the instructor. Right. And the cool thing is that he was aware enough to know that. Otherwise, he could just go on stepping on girls' toes. He didn't actually ever do yeah. that. But say that was the thing. And, and the instructor, my part, is to tell him, don't step on her toes. What was it that I wasn't doing? Mm. I wasn't being soft. Yeah. Which is one of the things. He's really strong. That something something that I did notice in a lot of really determined, focused, and athletic guys is when they're dancing, they they sometimes take it on like they would their football or other sports, and it's just really <laughs> super <laughs> aggressive, know. which goes a long ways if you use the aggressive in the right areas, and it's yeah. hard to explain that sometimes, especially because it's their nature. They're naturally that strong and bold, and... And fast and hard. <laughs> like, no, no, you can be that in everything else in life, just not with the girl. Not, not with the girl. <laughs> it's fun. Well, I feel like this is how most of our conversations go. We end, we start talking about one thing, and we end talking about <laughs> dancing. Just yeah. kidding, it's not dancing. It's just anything else. It is a little dancing. Which is cool, cause, cause I feel like, um, we end up maybe talking about the 
maybe not the real issue, but a lot of different issues that are found in one. Yeah. And it just transforms the next one, the next one. I know that when we get off this podcast, it'll just go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we just keep on going. We can talk for 12 hours. Yeah. Forget about food. Yeah. (laughs) Forget about food. (laughs) Talk about food. I'm pretty hungry. It's almost 2 o'clock on a Sunday. It's true. Man. I think you've only had those bananas you brought. Oh, we oh, only had bananas today. He feeds me really well. <laughs> yeah. Good food. You too. want some bananas? <laughs> She's like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I feed her super well. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else to share. Do you have anything else to share? Mm-mm. It's been good. I feel like that was a really solid conversation. Great. Maybe, um, and definitely, like, as an invitation, if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship with a girl or a guy, um, you're married or dating or whatever. Um, or because you love us and you like or, listening to yeah. us. <laughs> just, yeah, just have, have, a, have a conversation, open, honest. I mean, honesty is always the best policy, and we always get so far when, when we're both being honest with each other because yeah. then we can actually resolve anything. Yeah, that was the thing. I think walking away from this conversation, the thing that I learned is more important than making sure that I hold his hand right. Because <laughs> that could seem like an issue. How do I hold his hand? Right. Or what? what's the Maybe real... I just need to be better hand holder. Right. What's the real loving thing to do in this situation? The, the truly loving thing to do is to talk. Yeah. Talk when it's good. Talk when it's bad. Talk. I think, I think it truly gets scary when people stop talking. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, we love you guys, and um, make sure to have at least one of those conversations this week. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.